Good morning, this is Alexis Robin on the Bright Side, KTHO Radio 96.1 FM and 590 AM. Today we're going to be talking about how to avoid burnout. And this is, you know, near and dear to my heart. Recently, I've been going, 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 and I realized I just was starting to feel a little bit of burnout. And I uh, I don't like the way that I behave when I'm feeling burned out, and I certainly don't enjoy my life as much as usual when I'm burned out. So it um, got me thinking about the topic again. And so when you are starting to feel like you have some burnout, the first thing that you can do is to notice and name your burnout. When does it happen? What does it look like? How do you behave when you're burned out? How do you communicate? These are things I start to notice my burnout when I don't want to get up early to exercise, when I don't want to say yes to invitations to friends' houses, when I don't want to cook, which is something I love to do, uh, or when I'm cooking, I'm feeling like, poor me, I have to cook. Um, those are kind of same signals for me to recognize that burnout's coming. Um, some of my other clients, same kind of things. They don't like to exercise. They're just tired. Um, they're not as creative or inspired as usual. Uh, it just becomes hard to do the day-to-day things, and they start delivering subpar It's kind of like, this is the best I can do, and this is good enough. Um, So you want to notice and name your burnout. You want to be able to kind of tune into what what starts happening for me. Do you start getting snappy with your family or your friends? Do you start feeling a little victim-y? Do you start feeling like everybody wants something from you and poor you have to do everything? Like, what does that look like? What um, What are your tells in terms of burning out? And, you know, when does it happen? If you know that after you've been traveling a lot that you tend to get burned out or when you put a big project to bed that that's when burnout sets in because you've just been burning the candle at both ends, um, you can be aware of that ahead of time. If you um, notice that you start communicating with shorter emails, less kind of friendly stuff on the front end or back end, you start not even signing your name. All these things are, are signs that you can start to notice. So um, once you've noticed and named your burnout and you're able to say like, oop, I see this coming on, this is a post-travel or this is a post-project or this is a, I just signed up for way too many social activities uh, or I'm not getting enough sleep multiple nights in a row uh, or I haven't been able to meditate, all those kind of things. Like what, what is that? Then you want to ask yourself, what is my burnout telling me? And What I mean by that is when we burn out, when our body starts sending signals, whether it's emotional signals, being frustrated, anxious, tired, uh, whether it's a physical symbol, a signal, which is, you know, could be you're getting sick. Oftentimes when I've worked really hard for a couple months in a row, the first day that I have off that I don't have anything big going on, I get sick. Um, So it's kind of like my body's like, all right, forced rest. Um, so what is it trying to tell you? Is it sending you messages through um, through physical symptoms, through emotional symptoms, through intuition? Some of the things it might be telling you is that I need to delegate more. I took on too much stuff. I'm trying to do everything myself. I'm not trusting other people to help me do this, or I'm not asking for help. Um, 
and I really need to learn to delegate is one of the things that burnout can tell you. The next thing I can tell you is that you're bored. If you've been doing the same rote thing over and over and over again, and you haven't really added anything fun to your life, or you've only been working and you haven't been doing family stuff and you haven't been doing friends stuff and you haven't been doing fun stuff, then that can feel boring. And your burnout can just tell you like, we are burned out because we've had a lot of output and not a lot of input. And by input, I mean fun things, enjoyable things, things that create positive emotion. The third thing your burnout could be telling you is I procrastinated. Sometimes this happens to me when I get my best energy at the last minute and I procrastinate and then all of a sudden I have to pull out some Herculean effort to get something done. And that's exhausting. And so oftentimes if I hit that exhaustion burnout, I ask myself like, hmm, could we have delegated? Did we procrastinate? And that, these are questions that you've got to be brutally honest with yourself when you answer. There are a million different excuses that we can make about why things happened. There are people we can blame for why things happened. But in the end, we need to ask ourselves, where were we part of this problem to begin with? And so if you procrastinated and you ended up feeling completely burned out on the back end, was it worth it? That's a good question to ask yourself. Was it worth it? The fourth thing your burnout could be telling you is that you're overcommitted. How many of us do this time and time again? We read articles about overcommitting our children to play soccer and baseball and gymnastics and dance and Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and, you know, on and on and on. And uh, and then have homework and can't get sleep and do play dates. And it's like, okay, maybe we're overcommitted. Maybe we said yes to too many committees. Maybe we said yes to too many jobs. Maybe we said yes to too many social outings. And overcommitment can lead to burnout really quickly. And all those things that are supposed to fill you up with energy in excess can actually bring you down. So it's always nice to play and to enjoy your friends and family. But if you are piling on every single activity that your family or your friends invite you to on top of a full work schedule and you aren't taking any downtime for white space, then you may be overcommitting yourself. And then finally, your burnout could be telling you that you need to reevaluate your priorities. If you are prioritizing saying yes to too many things over getting a good night's sleep, we recommend seven to eight hours of sleep a night. There's a lot of great research that shows that the body repairs itself overnight, the brain sorts out different information overnight and recatalogs it. The um, We are working at our most optimum when we are getting high-functioning sleep each night, uh, when we're getting good sleep each night. And so if you are prioritizing your favorite TV show over eight hours of sleep, maybe do that twice a week and not six times a week. If you are prioritizing your social life over your ability to exercise and get quality nutrition and spend time with the people who recharge you, then you may want to think about that. And you may want to decide like which parts of my social life do I really love and I want to be a part of? And then which parts can I say no to so that I can say yes to getting some downtime for myself? And then finally, you want to be thinking about how can I avoid this, right? So if you're in it right now, if you're feeling burned out now, it's, you know, we've kind of come through the winter, we started kicked off the year strong, and a lot of people come spring kind of feel like, whew, 
you know, I've been going, going, going. And so spring's a great time to be thinking about renewal and what can I be doing differently, kind of checking in on the year in your first quarter. And so when you want to think about avoiding burnout as you move into the spring and summer months, notice the signs early. If you notice and name it, like we talked about in the beginning of the show, that's going to allow you to see it coming, right? So I'm starting to see myself snap at my family, and that's a trigger for me. That means I need to pay attention to how much space and time I'm getting for myself. Or I'm noticing that I'm not doing my best work. I'm kind of just checking the box. That's a sign for me. The second thing is to build a solid foundation. We do this through good self-care. You hear me say this time and time again on the shows, but a good night of sleep, plenty of water, plenty of healthy foods, good food choices affect your mood during the day, getting time to exercise. And I don't mean going to a spin class, although that is one of my favorites. You can just go out and take a walking meeting, grab your cell phone, do your next conference call walking around the block. You can go out for a 10-minute walk after lunch. You can stand up for one of your meetings instead of sit down. Just um, figure out some way to move during the day and then ask for help. If you ask for help up front, if you learn to delegate, then you're able to be able, you're, you become able to do more and you can get help earlier. And you want to ask for help before you're so busy that you don't have time to give direction because if you're not managing expectations, then you may be disappointed in the end and it may create more work for you. So ask for help before you really, really need it so that then you'll have time to actually delegate in an appropriate way. And then play often. Find ways for you to go out and play and have fun, whatever that looks like. If it's watching funny movies, if it's reading a book, if it's going out with girlfriends or boyfriends, if it's um, playing golf, if it's playing tennis, if it's doing some kind of activity that you love, paddleboarding, walking on the beach, whatever that looks like for you, um, build that in. There's, you know, we always say there's 1,440 minutes in a day. Take 15 for you. Play for 15 minutes a day. Do something fun. And then finally, schedule with intention. So think about before you say yes to things, before you get, you know, get yourself into that overcommitted place, before you say, I can do this myself, think about what you want to create and be intentional in how you schedule. Because as you become intentional with how you schedule, you'll have more control over what's going on in your life. So this is how to avoid burnout. For more on the positivity link and what we're doing at P-Link, you can check out our brand new website. It's at www.p, as in Paul, link, L-I-N-K, coachingcenter.com. P-Link stands for the positivity link. And we've got an awesome new section that's called the library. It's got tons of free resources. It's got uh, meditations. It's got the radio shows, podcasts from uh, over 150 of them for you. We've got handouts that you can use if you need to be the training topic for a meeting, uh, if you're in charge of that. So lots of fun stuff on our new website. Check that out. And uh, if you want to give us a, an idea for a show, please feel free to post on our Facebook page at P-Link Coaching Center for excellence, or also you can find us at The Positivity Link. Both of those are on Facebook. Thanks so much. Have a great week, everybody. Happy Monday. This has been Alexis Robin, executive coach and co-founder of P-Link with The Bright Side, a life and business coaching radio show. Have a great week.